solemnly swear that I am up to no good. Bum, bum, ba, bum, 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 bum. Chapter 15, The Quidditch Final. Welcome to another episode. <laughs> I'm Alex. I'm going to take that back. <laughs> Welcome to another episode. I'm Molly. And I'm Alex. And, and this, this is Potter, Potter Watch. Watch. What? Potter Watch. Is that what you said? Yeah. I'm a little sick. Oh, boy. Um, all right. It's very cold where we are. Today. We are high energy. I'm ready to talk about this episode. How do our listeners listen to this episode? Oh, well, I think it's because they know that Gryffindor won the cup! What? I think I need to change my OWL question. Just kidding. That was a joke, right? It was a joke. It was a joke, Who wins the Quidditch game? If that was your OWL. It's more of an N-E-W-T, am I right? Are you saying that newts are... They're more difficult. Yeah, so... Again, oh, it was a joke. joke. It's still joking. Still on the joke train. Uh, choo-choo uh, all the way. <laughs> Hogwarts Express, here I come. Ew. Joke Express. Yeah, Molly's just on a roll. <clears throat> Look, I'm just trying to keep the energy up. I'm up. I'm high energy. As high energy as you can be when you're a little bit sicky pill. Okay, then. But I'm ready to talk. All right. Chapter 15, The Quidditch Final. Or as Molly named it, Hermione Snaps. I thought I wrote more than that. (laughs) 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 So that's it. I mean, it's very uh, accurate description of what happens. Um, Yeah, no, don't have anything clever, but just Hermione Snaps. (laughs) Um, I've named this chapter Never Poke a Sleepless Lion. Okay. It's a similar Hermione Snaps thing. Oh, gotcha. Oh, Sleepless. I got it, I got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, who is sleeping? <laughs> sleepless. No, I'm I'm with you now. Um, yeah, because Hermione... No, that was a good title. Hermione That's, that's an example of a good one. Mine was just, like, showing... <laughs> mine my... was almost, her, like, a very simple... Like, mine was almost, like, Hermione, like cracks up or whatever uh i think i was trying to write like hermione seeks solution like something what well that's like, not close to what you wrote i know i was trying to do something with like seeker but like it just wasn't happening so i just said she hermione snapped, snapped and i snapped well she you snapped hermione snapped hermione like really snaps this chapter well, what does happen in this chapter? And if you could keep it to, like, 17 syllables, like, oh, go okay. for it. Okay, um, uh, Hermione cracks, slaps Malfoy, yells at Sybil, and Gryffindor wins. Our haikus are so similar. <gasps> Hermione hits, and she drops Trelawney. Gryffindor wins all. Oh my word. <laughs> Excuse me. Oh, oh my word was not part of my haiku. Just I, <laughs> I need some time to recover from the oh my word. <laughs> oh my word. Oh my word. I'm just saying that was really similar. Yeah. And Hermione has a lot of syllables. <laughs> I know. There are four in bed. Well, that's why I was like, it has to be one of the five. Hermione cracks. Hermione hits. Yeah, she like... I guess I could have said slaps, but... (laughs) I liked hits for some reason because of the alliteration. Yeah. Alright, so let's get into it. Dun dun dun. What's your... What you got for us? For my first night. Zan. Zan? Is this new thing we're trying? Like Zandra. That's short for Zandra, your other nickname for me. I see. It's just out of love. Sorry. <laughs> no, I love it. Um, my first note is on Ron getting his shit together. About oh. time. 
like, you won't have to do all the work this time, Hermione. I'll help. Yeah, you better fucking help. So this is what should have come, like, right after Hagrid's speech, but what's fine, Ron. It's a little slow on the uptake, but you got there eventually. I just said this makes me so happy. I know! My next note is, like, I'm so glad they made up. And on, like, both sides. Like, they both were wrong, and they both did the right thing. Hermione apologizes. She's like, I really am sorry about what happened to Scabbers. And And Ron's like, no, he was old and, like, a murdering traitor. So it's like, fine. It was, like, subtext. (laughs) Subtext. A lot of subtext. (laughs) Reading in between those lines. Um... I was like, it's kind of good that Hagrid made peace with the whole Buckbeak thing, because I could see him just kind of, like, holding on to that appeal, and he's like, no, like, it's not even worth it, um, I'm just gonna make it happy for him, I'm not gonna, like, fret over this whole, Yeah, I don't know, it was just, like, sad but sweet. Yeah, it's really sad, I also think, like, when he explains him going to the court, like, oh, that God. scene. And you can picture that's, it. That's exactly what I was about to say, Sorry, like, yeah. No, no, no. I mean, like, it's very simple language she uses, like, to of Hagrid telling this story, but you see it so clearly. Like, I see Hagrid stumbling, him making a sort of mess of it, like, forgetting things, like, secondhand embarrassment kind of thing. And then I can also see Lucius Malfoy jumping in yeah. and having this, like, great, dramatic, like, well-spoken... Just, like, shutting him down. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Uh, I just... Hermione getting Malfoy. God. Love, love, love. That scene! Can we just listen to that whole scene? Have you ever seen anything quite as pathetic? Said Malfoy. And he's supposed to be our teacher. Harry and Ron both made furious moves towards Malfoy. But Hermione got there first. Smack! She had slapped Malfoy across the face with all the strength she could muster. Malfoy staggered. Harry, Ron, Crabbe and Goyle stood flabbergasted as Hermione raised her hand again. Don't you dare call Hagrid pathetic, you foul, you evil! Hermione! said Ron weakly, and he tried to grab her hand as she swung it back. Get off, Ron! Hermione pulled out her wand. Malfoy stepped backward. Crabbe and Goyle looked at him for instructions, thoroughly bewildered. Yes. Smack. Oh my gosh. There are so, like, she not only, like, because this is not even really, like, Hermione's way at, like, you know, like. No, if anything, she'd use her wand. Yeah, like, she's, like, she hits him, and then she, her arm is raised to hit him again, not once, twice. Like, she Like, and up. Ron stops him. Yeah, and Ron's like, whoa. And she's like, Ron, back up. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, it's so good. I love it so much, because she is, like, had it. She is up to here. Draco's like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, I love this because uh, uh, Crab and Goyle don't know how to react. They're like, um, Malfoy, what do you want us to do? And like, do we have to hit her? Yeah. I don't want to. I'm scared of her. I'm scared of her. And Malfoy's like, um, let's just go. <laughs> Um, and then my next note just says Ron has a boner. <laughs> I also was, like, my favorite part is everyone's shocked reactions, including, like, Harry and, like, Ron. They're like, uh, what? <laughs> Ron's like, Hermione! He says it, like, three times. He's like, what? What? <laughs> I love it. Uh, I wish she had actually, like, cursed him with her wand, though. I know. When she brings out that wand, I'm like, oh, anything can happen. Her mind knows a lot of spells. (laughs) And she doesn't regret it, which I think is great. I know. Like, she's never like, oh, I shouldn't have done that. She's like, all right, moving on. Yeah. Let's go to our next class. And then she falls asleep. Then she falls asleep. 
But I wonder if, like, I mean, I know that technically, like, I don't know how the magic works, but she gets those memories back. But it wasn't the Hermione that falls asleep that punched Malfoy. So I wonder if she, like, wakes up from this nap and is like, what the fuck did I do? (laughs) I don't think so. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because she says, like, the whole Malfoy thing got me all, um... Like, I was thinking about Malfoy, which is, like, I'm sure a quote um, Dramione people bring up a lot. It just, I was thinking about that when I was reading it. But, um... Well, I, like, I didn't notice this the first time I was reading, but I was listening to this chapter before we were recording, and I was like, yikes, this line where it's, um, they're looking for Hermione... And Ron's like, you don't think Malfoy did something to her? Like, Ron said anxious. I was like, yikes. Like, that's, like, kind of a scary thought. Yeah. To think that Malfoy might have, like, tracked her. her down or something. Yeah. I, although, honestly, like, I don't think it's a very warranted fear. Like, Malfoy yeah. be Hermione. I think Hermione's got it. Like, not yeah. even to, you know, but, like, I feel like at any stage in these books, like, I'm yeah. not wearing Malfoy. Against Hermione. Um, like, Malfoy, like, we just, we talked about in the last chapter that Malfoy even gets Harry, like, in the sixth one, and, like, he doesn't even, like, it's bad what he does. He, like, stamps on his face, but, like, he doesn't, like... He's a bag of wind. Yeah, like, he doesn't really do permanent damage or anything like he that. He can't. Like, that's, like, a big thing about Malfoy's character is that, like, he tries to be big bad, and he legitimately can't hurt Dumbledore, or, like, yeah, all like, of these... he like, could have literally just murdered Harry. Yeah. It doesn't. Like, yeah. he can't do and it. And gotten away with it, too. Yeah. But, um... Um, I said, um, interesting, Hermione's mystery has been on hold for a couple chapters, because they've been, like, fighting. Yeah. But... We bring it back full speed in this chapter. Yeah, I just said, like, poor Hermione, though, with the whole, like, oh, I need to go to Charms, blah, 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 and Harry and Ron are, like, trying to ask her, but I'm like, I don't even know what they could do to help her, like, um, not that she's, like, letting them, but even if they knew what was happening, they would just try and, like, talk her out of doing it and not actually help her. But, to be fair, I don't know how they would. Yeah, that's what yeah, I'm saying. Yeah, like, she's taken on too much. This is honestly McGonagall's fault, though. Yeah. Like, there was no way she was going to be able to get through all that work. Yeah. And, I mean, she does do it, though. She does drop divination, which is good. Um, and then yeah. she's, like, able to do all of her finals and stuff. Yeah, but she, like, freaks out, like, yeah, with her lupin final so she's not really like successful like i just think mcgonagall i think it was a bad call on mcgonagall's part like even in college when you're trying to take over your credits you have your advisor being like "Mm, that might be a little bit too much like and twice the amount that you're supposed to have as a 13 year old seems a lot yeah um yeah poor hermione when I see her sleeping, though, I'm just glad. I'm like, I'm glad you, you needed that. You sleep. had a nap. Like you actually used the time turner to nap. Yeah. Maybe not on purpose, but. Um. And then we get to divination, and we get to Hermione Staps Part Two, which is just solid. It's solid verbal burning that Hermione does. It's one of my favorite Hermione moments. Like, I just like her in this element where she does not give a fuck. Me too. I also love this scene because we, we're we coming off of, like, Harry, Ron, and Hermione fighting. And Hermione and uh, Harry and Ron... Wow, that was weird. Hermione, Harry, and Ron like, are together in this chapter, and they're laughing, and they're having fun, and it reminds me of what I do in classes that I don't like with my friends, and I just think it's so... And they've been fighting for so long. Yeah, I think it's so nice. Like, it warmed my heart, like, when Hermione's like, oh, what a great prediction that the crystal balls will be on an exam. Who sets the exams? She does. Like, 
brilliant, you know? Yeah. And she's so sassy, and Harry and Ron are, like, trying not to laugh. I think it's so nice. We also don't get to see Hermione make jokes very often, so, like, uh, I love it. Oh, I just remembered I was going to say something about the Draco slap, and I like in the movies that it's part of the time where Harry and Hermione go back in time. It's, yeah. like, all in the same day because you get to rewatch it, and it's just, like, funny. Yeah. Um, that they kind of incorporate it all together. And I like that you get Harry's reaction twice, like, when yeah. you're watching it later, and, uh, and he's like, oh, nice punch, Hermione. Yeah. <laughs> like, yes. Sorry. Sorry. No, I like that too. I can't actually. I'm really hyped to watch this movie. I know. Um, I do feel a little bit bad for Trelawney. Um, like I obviously agree with Hermione's sentiment, but like as a teacher, like getting kind of made fun of in class, like oh, that's yeah. rough. She is being a little bit disrespectful, but I yeah. just I give it to Hermione because yeah. it's Hermione. Same. Um, and like I agree with her too. <laughs> Um, um, I said there's a lot of, um, Hermione McGonagall juxtaposition in this chapter. Like, first with, like, the, um, you better win the, the cup, Harry. Because I just can't let Slytherin win. Yeah. Like, I can't do it. And... And then obviously the Trelawney, so... Yeah, which is, you know... Similar, because they both had a similar thing about the firebolt, but now that it's, like, all solved, they're like, okay, look, Harry, this is on you. <laughs> yeah. And then with the, the Trelawney sass is very similar. Like, they go about it the same way. Like, Hermione gets more direct later, but in the first part, she's like, oh, yeah, under her breath sarcasm, which is sort of, like, McGonagall's tactic yeah. with Trelawney. And Trelawney thinks the same of them, that they're both, like, closed-minded. Yeah. Oh, my God. Now, are you there? Yes. Trelawney's comeback. Yeah. Yikes. So rude. This is such a waste of time, Hermione hissed. I could be practicing something useful. I could be catching up on cheering charms. Professor Trelawney rustled past. Would anyone like me to help them interpret the shadowy portents within their orb? She murmured over the clinking of her bangles. I don't need help, Ron whispered. It's obvious what this means. There's going to be loads of fog tonight. Both Harry and Hermione burst out laughing. Now, really, said Professor Trelawney, as everyone's heads turned in their direction. Pavati and Lavender were looking scandalized. You are disturbing the clairvoyant vibrations. She approached their table and peered into their crystal ball. Harry felt his heart sinking. He was sure he knew what was coming. There is something here, Professor Trelawney whispered, lowering her face to the ball so that it was reflected twice in her huge glasses. Something moving, but what is it? Harry was prepared to bet everything he owned, including his firebolt, that it wasn't good news, whatever it was, and sure enough, my dear, Professor Trelawney breathed, gazing up at Harry. It is here, plainer than ever before. My dear, stalking toward you, growing ever closer, the gr- Oh, for goodness sake, said Hermione loudly. Not that ridiculous grim again. Professor Trelawney raised her enormous eyes to Hermione's face. Pavati whispered something to Lavender, and they both glared at Hermione too. Professor Trelawney stood up, surveying Hermione with unmistakable anger. I am sorry to say that from the moment you have arrived in this class, my dear, it has been apparent that you do not have what the noble art of divination requires. Indeed, I don't remember ever meeting a student whose mind was so hopelessly mundane. There was a moment's silence, then... Fine! said Hermione suddenly, getting up and cramming, unfogging the future back into her bag. Fine, she repeated, swinging the bag over her shoulder and almost knocking Ron off his chair. I give up. I'm leaving. And to the whole class's amazement, Hermione strode over to the trapdoor, kicked it open, and climbed down the ladder out of sight. That is the rudest thing. Hopelessly mundane. Horrible. And then, oh, gosh. 
whose mind is so, oh, oh, and she goes right for her mind, which is like Hermione's, you She's know. basically just saying she's boring. Yeah, but it's just like, woof, woof. Um, can you even, like, drop out of classes at Hogwarts? She does. I know. I think, honestly, though, that Hermione probably only gets credit for the number of classes she was supposed to be taking. I mean, she still gets graded for all of them. No, she gets graded, but I think it's, like, she doesn't lose anything by dropping Trelawney's class, because I think it's, like, she's gonna, it's almost like she's, um... Sub, not what is it called, when you're just like... I mean, I, I think I know what you're saying. I don't think she's it's going to hurt her by dropping it, but I think she gets credit for, like, the extra classes she's taking. Like, but I guess they don't have, like... Hogwarts, mean, I think like, you GPA. just have... Yeah, I think you just have to pass, you yeah, know, Yeah, but you get, on. like, graded, and, like, obviously for OWLs it matters, like, how many OWLs you get. Right, that's what I'm saying, but I think it's more, like, that's what matters. Like, not the grade you get in the class, but, like... To Hermione, it does. It, it matters to Hermione because she cares, but I'm saying... Yeah. I think it's more about, like, if you take your owls, then your owl score is what is, like, they yeah. use for... Right. Jobs I do think like there that. is a class ranking, though, because, like, they say she's the top, top of, of the class. class. Yeah. Which is also just, like, a phrase. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, I just said, she doesn't I've just never heard them talk about getting, like, yeah, like, you know, and I'm concerned because I don't think Crabbe and Goyle are, like, passing their year. Well, and later they do switch to, like, the letter grades for Mm -hmm. OWLs. Yeah. Like, right now, I guess they do numbers, though. Mm -hmm. Because I think she says she gets, like, a 212 on, like, a charms test or something like that. It's good that she's so good at charms. She missed that class. Um, if you were Harry, what would you think about the whole Grimm business? Oh, wait, wait, wait. Oh. I'm, I'm not quite there. I have one more thing In about Trelawney's that. class. I'm still in Trelawney's oh, okay, class, okay. but I'm still yeah, yeah, in Hermione's outburst. Um, my favorite piece of this outburst is that she collects her belongings and then kicks the door open. <laughs> <laughs> like, what a great image of Hermione just, like... Picking up everything and kicking open I'm that like, trap door. She didn't even door. have to like kick it. Like her magic like spills out of her and it just uh, like blasts open. But the kicking like makes yeah. a sound and like I just imagine her with all of her bags and she just has to like. Uh, I I wish that was in the movie. Like I don't think it would be as satisfying seeing Emma Watson do it because she throws the ball down or whatever. Yeah, in yeah. the in the in the movie and it it doesn't. It's not as satisfying as me seeing the Hermione I have in my head. Right, for which is very different. Yeah. Kicking that door open. Because you know, like, I just have such a manic vision of her, you know? Yeah. Because Emma Watson, I think, brings a more likable... You know what I'm saying? Like, she's weirdly more... Yeah, she's, like, sweeter. Yeah. Aspect to Hermione. Which is fine, but I think book Hermione is more... She's, like, compassionate, but she's not, like, sweet. Yeah. And so, I don't know, and I just like watching her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Emma Watson's, like, softer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, okay, same question. If you were Harry, what would you think of the Grimm business? See, I think Harry is one of those people because he didn't believe magic existed for so long and then finds out that it does. He believes everything. He believes everything until it's proven, like, not to be true. So I think that he definitely thinks that Trelawney is a fraud, but he believes that, like, the idea of the Grimm is real. Yeah. So he's like, oh, God. (laughs) I am seeing this dog. I'm not going to tell anyone, but I do keep seeing it. No, I think it's bad that he doesn't tell anyone. Well, I think he thinks he's crazy until he, he sees doesn't that want it, to it's believe real, it. you know, with Crookshanks. Yeah. But then it doesn't, I don't think he really thinks it's a grim because he, like, says, like, a shaggy black dog, which, yeah. I mean, I don't think of Sirius as very menacing as... The dog, but obviously if you don't know. He also probably looks very crazed right now. Wow, as a dog.
I know, but dogs have that craze in their eyes. I feel sometimes. like he actually looks kind of like sad and famished because he probably is. Yeah, but in their eyes. Well, it's like far it's away. It's far away. But I'm just saying, I can always like you can like I can tell my dog's it's facial like, expression. Like when my dog is in a grouchy mood, I can tell by his face. And then when he like wants food, he's the sweetest little angel, and I can also see that on his face. You know, it's completely different energy. Um, I'm so ready for this match. Okay, wait, wait. Oh, sorry. I'm um, not at the match. I'm just oh, saying okay. I'm so ready for the match. That's my next note. Which it's because everyone's about talking about it. I really love that Ron is doing this, and by doing this, it's like looking up all the hippogriff things. Yeah. Um, just like again, I like that he's I think following he, through on it. He feels bad. Like I, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like I think what Hagrid said did, and I hate to make this comparison to Gilmore Girls. I've been rewatching it lately, but um. I don't know if you've ever watched it, but Lane's future husband, there's a scene in which she tells him that she has feelings for him. It's before they start dating. And he, like, doesn't respond or react for, like, a week. And then later, she's like, all right, just forget I said it, like, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, no, like, I I do want to try this. You just know that I have a slow reaction time. Like, I need, like, a couple days to, oh, you're like, talking about Zach. let it sit. Yeah, Zach. To let it sit in. And I think that's similar, that's how I view how Ron reacts to this whole Hermione situation. Like, it just, like, he needs to let it, like, I thought you were talking about Dave Rogalski. No, I said he's your husband. I know, but I was just thinking about how much I love him. Oh, I love Dave. Well, Um, that was clearly, Dave was supposed to be her, now that we're not on Gilmore, guys. Uh, but yeah, Dave was clearly supposed to be her end game, and then he left the show because he got famous on another teen on show. On OC. So they had to, like, change it to Zach being her Well, I game. just thought you were gonna say something about him staying up all night to read the Bible. Yeah. Um, for that quote from Mrs. Kim. Sorry, if you really haven't seen Gilmore Girls, this is gonna be confusing. But, um, Watch it, though. If you haven't watched Gilmore Girls, it's a good show. Um, yeah, I just thought you meant that because, like, Ron's, like, staying up to read the books. So I was like, I don't really see the connection, but I'm happy to talk about Dave Rogowski. <laughs> yeah, no, I was talking about Zach. <laughs> yeah. Which I think is much more like Ron than David. Yes, yes. Um. I don't actually know how they have time to do anything, or Harry in particular, because they're saying that they're practicing every single day, but also, like, Slytherins need time to practice, but then I was thinking when I was listening to it, it might still be during Easter break, so they have, like, off, so they have, like, the full day to practice. Well, we were just at... Well, I'm... This is, like, during oh, the later, Easter later. holiday, because oh, yeah. Ron's taking over full responsibility of the hippogriff thing, because Hermione has, like, no time. Yeah. And, ha- and Harry has no time. Yeah. Um, because of Quidditch. I mean, Yeah. But really, I think, yeah, Slytherin needs time to practice. But I think, I realize, I kind of answer my own question, it's because they don't have classes during the day, so, so they, they have time. That, yeah. yeah. And he has time to do his homework, kind of. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not like at night, they're not practicing at night after class. Yeah. I remember sometimes when I was in soccer, like, if they were, two teams needed to practice, like, really bad, like, extra practice, they would split the field, and half the field would... I mean, like, you wouldn't do that for Quidditch, because they'd be worried about, like, spying and, like, getting your team... But who did you have to share with? Like, another high school? The boys' team. But you're not, like, competing against them. I know, that's what I'm saying. Like, it wouldn't work oh. for Hogwarts because you'd be worried that they would, like, oh, I got you. steal your plays. But, like, if, like, the girls' team and the guys' team had, then we would have to split the field Yeah. to practice before, like, a championship or something like that. You know me. All my sports ball knowledge. <laughs> yes. Um... Harry says something in his head. He's like, um, the whole of Gryffindor house was obsessed with the upcoming match, blah, blah, blah. But Harry doubted whether any of them, even Wood, wanted to win as much as he did. 
I don't think that's true at all. I think Wood definitely wants to uh, win more than you, Harry. And Harry even says, like, he just wants to beat Malfoy. It's not even about winning. Like, obviously he wants to win the Quidditch Cup. Yeah, but but he definitely wants to. But I think that's what he means, like, he's trying to say is that, like, Harry's hatred for Malfoy... obsession for Malfoy outranks anyone's possible love for the game of Quidditch. Which I still disagree. I'm like, I'm thinking now that you want to win, like, the least out of anybody. (laughs) Your priorities are not straight. They certainly aren't straight. That's correct. Oh my word. Oh my word. (laughs) You set yourself up for that one. How was I supposed to respond? Well... He's certainly not gay for Quidditch. (laughs) (laughs) What? I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. I'm just saying, their hands do touch in this uh, chapter. Yeah. I'm making a joke. He Um, literally smacks Malfoy's hand out of the way in pursuit of the I was going to make a weird joke about him pulling on his broom. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to come up with a joke about that, like, when I was taking my notes, but, like, I had no, like, I couldn't come There's up with nothing. clever warning. It's just But gross. it's just, like, Malfoy grips Harry's fireball. Ew, like, ew. No, that's, like, the quote. No, I know, but I was just thinking about <laughs> This is definitely not a no-cut one. I was just thinking if he, like, named his penis fireball. <laughs> That's what I was just thinking. Oh, golly. Golly, golly, golly. <laughs> golly, Miss Molly. I'm so, I'm so uncomfortable <laughs> with that idea of fireball. Now I can never think of that the same way. You're welcome. <laughs> anyway, before we even get there, my next note says, Wood, calm your tits. <laughs> um... And I just love Harry with his entourage going to all of his classes. <laughs> the whole Quidditch team is walking him around so he doesn't get hurt. <laughs> I, I'm shaking my head. SMH. I mean, Harry is, like, a great player, as we find later in this. And, like, they do Ab- say that Seekers get fouled a lot. Um, yeah. Because they're so important. So it, like, makes sense, but it's just, like, funny that... They're walking him to his class to, like, protect him. Yeah. I also love that, like, Harry, like, doesn't mind this sort of attention because he feels like he's earned it, you know? And he's, like, on the team. Yeah. yeah. Which I think is valid. That's what I mean. Like, I I like that about... He needs something. Um, I really identified with his dream, um, (laughs) minus the whole, like, magic and, like, dragon stuff but I've had so the whole dream <laughs> well no just like the idea of being late or missing something yeah. and like all the repercussions and it's like where, where were you like I've had that dream so many times Me and too. I don't sleep well because I'm worried I'm gonna be late Ugh. yep I have the late one I have like if I have like to study for a sh- if I have a show coming up I have a dream where I get on stage and I don't know any of oh, my lines yeah. I've had and that, that and that, like, or I've missed, I've overslept and I've missed the show. Yep. Oh, Or I come on late and it's like, what are you doing? <laughs> One time I had this weird dream where I was in the show I was in, but it had been changed last minute to Spring Awakening. <laughs> so, like, Yikes. so it was weird because I knew, like, I know Spring Awakening pretty well, but, like, I don't know it well like, enough uh, to, like, okay, I'll perform it. Sorry, that was a tangent, but <laughs> yes, I agree with you. That dream is um, pretty. That's real. I'm just saying, Dragon, Draco, like. Mm, I'm not there yet. I'm there. Name means dragon. Dracarys. Dracarys. Everything. <clears throat> I don't really important. know what I just said, but it sounded. It was like from Game of Thrones. Dracarys. Yeah, you said. Dr- I said Dracarys. Oh, I think like you... Draco. Oh, I thought you were talking about like Dracarys, as Draco. in the name. That's what of she Draco. says when she wants the dragon to breathe fire. She says Dracarys. <gasps> Look at you! Thanks, Griffin. Dracarys. If you didn't hear Griffin in the background, what he said was, was Dracarys. Molly was right. <laughs> is what um, 
uh, Danny Daenerys. In the book, they call her Danny. I just wanted people to know. <laughs> um, mother of dragons. Yeah, mother um, of dragons. Three years. No. <laughs> We're really nerdy on this podcast. <laughs> Uh, but, uh, that's what they call her, that's what they, that's what she says when she's trying to call her, um... To get them to breathe the fire. To breathe the fire. Yeah. So, look at you. Draco! Come to, a. Also, there's something in the Hogwarts crest mm-hmm. with Dracarys, I think, or something like it's that. It's Dracos or something. Yeah, and I always think that's weird. I'm like, why would they name a, she name a character and it be in but the crest? Yeah. But I love it. Um, it makes Draco so important. Um, our little Draco, sure. Harry, uh, stuffed animals, if you want to be updated on their life, they are kissing. Oh, yeah, we need the some more shelves. pictures of them. Yeah, we'll give you updates on their life. They're having a nice smooch in the library. I also brought Hedwig as chaperone from my house. Well, Hedwig is not doing a great job at chaperoning. But she's, like, keeping their hideout safe. That's tr- Oh, she's, she's look out for them. I've decided that just now, yes. Oh, I see, because they've been making out for, like, a month now. They did fall over, but I put them back. <laughs> it's fun for me because they stay at Molly's apartment. So every time I come, I get to see which position they're in. One time and they were on if, top of each other. Yeah, that was very scandalous. I was like, Molly. I'm going to post this today, but this episode won't release for months from now. <laughs> Then you'll know what we're talking about because all of you religiously follow us on Facebook. Social meds. That's what people on the internet say. Social meds. Yes. Um, How does Crookshanks get in and out of the castle? Does she use it or he use a secret passage or just walks out? But there's so much security. Or the the windows like on the first floor. I'm looking at the movie. I'm thinking and there's like Willow's a lot secret of like, passageway. She probably does later, but now because she's meeting. No, I mean like when, meeting, like, um, when he first meets, like before he meets. Well, I'm just thinking right now because Harry. Oh yeah, probably walking Willow passage. Okay, confirmed. Alex and I decided. I don't have that many notes. I have one like one for every other page. Yeah, me too. I have some. I have a lot when it gets closer to the... I have about the game. I'm at Lee Jordan, so I'm I'm there. Okay. <laughs> uh, I can't wait to talk about this match. <laughs> okay. Harry <laughs> blushing because Cho told him... Oh, to yeah. Ooh. I think that's cute. That's what my note says. Ooh. Do-do-do. Um, and then I have a note about 200 people wearing green. Does that math match up? Like, 200 people cheering for Slytherin? Um, do you think there's 200 people for every house? No, that's why I don't think the math matches up. There's probably, like... There's 70, I think, for each house. Like, if... Because I don't think there's much more... Or, like, 70, like, 70 to 80. Because I don't think there's much more than 10 per house per year. I mean, per, per year, you know what I'm saying? 10 per year in each house. I said, so I said I think it's, like, around 70. Okay, so because there's 10 per grade. Yeah, not necessarily, we know it's not necessarily 10 because it's randomized, but I think there's much more than 10 per grade. And so 70, so 70 for Slytherin. Like, maybe, twi- maybe 100. Yeah. Max. May, yeah, max 100. So the fact that 200 people are wearing green, and then, like. Well, maybe some people from the other houses are wearing. You think 100? But, like, that that would have to be over, like, that's, like, a whole nother house. That would mean, like, all yeah. of Ravenclaw. Or, like, half from each. Half thing. Ravenclaw, half Hufflepuff. But Huffle I don't Puff. think I mean, there's Hufflepuff is rooting yeah. for, because it says specifically that it's most people are voting for yeah. Gryffindor. Because nobody wants to see Slytherin win again. Yeah, wow, 200 people. Unless, like, they have alumni come. Which would be actually really fun. I, I wish they talked about that more. Because in fanfiction, I always want to write, like, if I'm writing, if I'm thinking about writing a kid fic or something. Which, I just plan those out. I don't really write them that often. But I think, like, Harry and Ron would want to come to their kids, like, Quidditch game. 
I mean, in the movie, Lucius goes to. I know, Lucius does, but he's the only parent that I've (laughs) ever seen come to one of those. Yeah. I just am going to have them do it. Yeah, I mean, I think it would make sense, and I think it'd be fun, especially for the final, for, like, alumni to come, because yeah. it is a big deal. Agreed. So that's, are we canoning that? Is that yeah. what's happening? Um, JK Rowling, just confirm that for us. Thanks. Tweeted us. Thanks, babe. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, babe. <laughs> babe. Um, as always, love me some Lee Jordan. Um, he's like, Lee Jordan is solid in this chapter. He's like, duck, that's a bludger. I'm like, that's probably illegal for him to, like, give that coaching advice. Yeah. During his commentating. Um. I just have some random, like, yes. (laughs) Me too. My next note says, Flint wants to fight me. That means me, Alex Reeves. Because he came after my girl, Angelina. Like, excuse me. And then I ride further, and Fred attacks Flint for getting Angelina. And I was like, thanks for having my back, bro. Like. I said, LOL, yes, Fred. Like, yes. Thank you. Thank you for that. But, oh, that's so cute. I, like, I love that side of Fred and George, where it's like, excuse me. Because it's not, it's not only, like, because it could be, like, a sort of sexist thing where it's like, oh, like, let me, but it's not. I don't think it is. No, I I agree. Like, because they do the same thing with Harry. Like, it's just, like, don't mess with my people. Yeah. (laughs) They're just, like, they don't take, they don't make jokes of, like, hurting people. Yeah. That's not their. It's not their thing. James, serious? Take note. Uh, at least Hooch is doing something about the fouls. Because normally she does nothing. I've said this is the most lines Hooch has ever had in the series. And it's just her being like, you're a cheater. Hey, please keep it together, guys. <laughs> um, uh, uh, my next note says, Oh, when McGonagall is fighting with Lee, oh, McGonagall's no. like, don't make me tell you over time, and Lee's like, I'm just telling it like it is, Professor. I know, I love their relationship. But the line, I'm just telling it like it is, is so funny to me. Because Harry Potter, like, isn't in, like, high fantasy, like, they say, like, normal things, yeah. but I'm telling it like it is seems so even for that time, it right. seems weird. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. And But I with the whole penalty thing, I'm like, is there anything worse than a penalty? Because, like, what Malfoy does seems really bad. And, like, he should maybe be thrown out of the game? Like, I don't We've know. We've talked about this. They don't have, like, yeah. very good... Like, do you just keep getting penalties? Like, yeah. what if you pull out your wand and put a spell on somebody? Yeah, I think you gotta be kicked out of the game yeah. for that. But nothing else. <laughs> but I think, like, pulling the broom is similar to, like, pulling the shirt in a soccer yeah. game. Is what I'm seeing. But you like. could get a red card in soccer. Yeah. Yeah. Which would get you thrown out of the game. But I think that's, like you said, like, the wand is, like, All you right. do magic. But, oh, yeah. I mean, not not to uh, stand up for Malfoy, because... He should be kicked out. He should be kicked out, like, before this game started. I mean, I guess Fred did, like, throw a bat at somebody, but, like, <laughs> it was in retaliation. <laughs> Isn't his head, like, bleeding? Probably. Um, McGonagall gets so mad about the Malfoy thing. She wags her finger. She's like, hey! And she also lets Lee Jordan curse on the, in the stands without saying anything to him. Because she's so upset. Um, uh, which Lee is definitely about to say bastard. Oh, Bitch. I guess bastard. <laughs> I think it's funny if it's bitch, but I definitely think it's supposed to be bastard. No, I think you're right. I mean, I think in reality it would be wanka. You wanka. Which I just like saying. Yeah. You filthy little wanka. That was a terrible accent. Ignore me. 
Um, okay, this game is so intense. My chest is racing. Again. The second chapter in a row. It's got my heart beating. It's thrilling. It's a bold move for Harry to barrel into the Slytherins like that and take his eyes off the snitch. Like, it's not really that smart, but... Like, Fred or George should be doing that. Yeah, but it's a bold move, and I'm glad that he does it because he has good... We all know that Harry has good instincts. Yeah, which is what makes him a good Quidditch player. Yeah, and he it does end up getting the snitch, but he cuts that close. Like, it's sort of like when the goalie leaves... The box in a soccer game. Oh, it makes me so so nervous. nervous. That's exactly what um I felt when he like barrels. I'm like I'm stressed. Like I know how this ends, but I am stressed for you, Harry, because that is a bull move. And if he didn't have the firebolt, he would not have caught up made to it in time. Draco. Yeah, no. Ugh, would. Just love how happy he is. McGonagall is crying. She has full tears streaming from her eyes. I know. I love, um, Percy is, like, freaking out. It says yes. he, um, <laughs> jumping up and down like a maniac, all dignity forgotten, Minerva Wood, Wood sobbing. I just, I think it's so cute. And Harry's so happy. I love that, too. And I love the last line of this chapter. Another great line for Prisoner of Azkaban, like... Harry wished there was a Dementor because he knew that he could create the biggest Patronus. Best. Oh, best, sorry. (laughs) That makes more sense than biggest, but... Ugh. Great. Great work, everybody. Great work. Love that game. I also gave this an emotional score. Like, I was just really happy at the end of it. Me too. I, like, overscored by a lot. I didn't overscore. I overscored. I gave it 75 points. Yeah, I gave it 100 points, which I think okay. is crazy, but, like, I over... Like, it's certainly not really worth that much, but I was so happy because of the game. Yeah. Um. And, like, in the beginning, too, like, Her- or Hermione and Ron getting back together. Ugh. Yeah. It just, it's a feel-good. I feel yeah. good, guys. Um, I I did my rat by default to Malfoy because I didn't really have another person. I forgot to do Champion Rat, so I'm gonna pick it right now. Okay, should we all give you a moment? Yeah, listeners, please quiet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my rant, my rant. My rat is obviously Flint for attacking oh, Angelina. Yeah. Obviously. Good, good, good. Um, do you want to do your champ? Yeah, my champ is Hermione. Same. Obvs. Gotta give it to Hermione. I mean, Lee gets pretty close in this chapter. I think I gave it to Lee in, like, a chapter or two ago <laughs> for the last Quidditch match. The Ravenclaw one? Yeah. Um, yeah, definitely Hermione, though. Like, she, Trelawney, Malfoy. Yeah, this is just Hermione's chapter. My rename was almost Harry Potter in the chapter that was about Hermione. (laughs) (laughs) That would have been great. Um, but I decided that was too long of a chapter, so. What? I don't think so. Hogwarts, Hogwarts, Hoggy, Hoggy, Hogwarts, teach us something, please. Quiz, 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 quiz. Um, okay, so let's do some quick EDBLs. EDBLs, quiz, quiz, quiz. What's the password to get into Gryffindor Tower this chapter? Oh, um, gibbet. Yes, I was going to give you a hint and say... It's, it's in, in parentheses. Sa- oh, oh. Well, I remember it because it's in the Sound of Music. A flippity gibbet. Oh. Well, I just thought it was funny because they were like they passed the security trolls, gave the fat yeah, lady the password, parentheses, flippity gibbet, and scribbled it through. Like they didn't have to say what the password. Was. She always <laughs> says it though. Flippity gibbet. Man, you've been on it with the quizzes. Uh, All right, I'm ready. Okay. Um, name. The players on the Slytherin team, and it has a second part. 
So, name the players on the Slytherin team. And part two, um, um, what player is not, like, what positioned player is not mentioned in this chapter? There's one. Um. So they're all accounted for except for one. But I want to Flint? Yep. Malfoy? Yeah, one second. I have them written down. Montague? Mm Mm-hmm. Um, Pusey? I think he was in the last book. Yeah, he's not in this one. Not? No. I don't know. I don't know the other character. Okay. I just said it because they say them a lot in this one in the game. Flint, Warrington. Oh, Warrington. Montague, Derek, Bull, Bull. and Draco. Are so the I ones guess they mentioned. don't mention the keeper? Or wait, what do you mean? Like, which one do they not mention? Yeah. What position? <laughs> yeah. Well, I thought that Montague was the keeper, so... Yeah. I guess one of the chasers. Yes, it's one of the which chasers. Which I'm gonna assume is Pusey, because he was in it in the last book. Yeah, it's one <laughs> of the chasers. Because, uh, Derek and, um, Bull, Bull are the, um, two beaters. As soon as you said Derek, I remember the name Bull. Derek and Bull are the two beaters. Warrington and Mon- and Warrington and Flint. Flint are chasers. Yeah. Draco is obviously, um, seeker. And Montague is the keeper, so. Yeah. It's the chaser. Pusey. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, um, so next week we'll be doing, um, chapter 16, Professor Trelawney's prediction. We're getting down to the end, y'all. The nitty gritty! Um, let's see. Um, who... Where do they find scabbers? Okay. Good one. Good in. Good, good, good. Good, good. See you next time. Bye. Bye. Mischief managed. Bum bum ba bum bum bum